Hi, this is Grant Herbert. I'm just an ordinary guy with an outstanding wife and five amazing kids who is on his own journey of imperfection. Welcome to this week's episode of The People Builder. Do you find that interacting with other people is the biggest challenge that you face in your day-to-day? Or are you skillful in being able to create and maintain healthy relationships? Hi, this is Grant Herbert, Emotional Intelligence Speaker and Trainer of the Year and Master Coach Trainer. And today I want to continue our conversation around all things social and emotional intelligence by helping you to understand why relationships are the key to results. So in our previous episodes, we've worked on our own emotional intelligence, the relationship with ourself, building up of our identity and personal power. And we've looked at social awareness and being able to then have empathy for others and understand them. What we want to do now is we want to go into the skill sets of relationship management. Because here's what I know. You can significantly improve the environment in your home, in your workplace, by learning to manage your relationships. You see, here's the problem. In our workplaces, there's a strong emphasis on the technical ability, whether or not you can get the job done. You know, it's like a game of lawn bowls where the lawn bowl has a weight on one side. And when we bowl that ball down towards the jack, depending which side of the bowl we present to the ball, to the jack, will determine the path that it takes. And they call that a bias. And unfortunately, in the workplace, there's a strong bias towards if you can get the skills, if you can have the MBA or the degree, then you're going to be able to do the job. But we know that's not the case. And unfortunately, with the bias on the wrong side, which I believe it is, if we bowl that ball, it doesn't hit the mark at all. In fact, it goes the other direction and ends up out of the court. So what we need to do is make sure that we shift that thinking. There's also abrasive leadership. And that starts with every individual. It's not just the people at the top. Where? Because of the fact that they are working with people who have challenges just like them. They can rub people the wrong way. And unfortunately, we end up with great people leaving the organization simply because they weren't getting on with people. That means we have to invest more energy in replacing them, in training them, and getting them embedded back into the team. And these things all cost time and money. But it doesn't have to be that way. When we develop this skill set around relationship management, we become more balanced, where we've got that sweet integration between our technical ability and our ability to get things done by working in and around and with people. And leaders become empowered, like a shot of nitrous on a drag car when you hit the button 
and it accelerates down to the finish line. That's the power of an emotionally intelligent leader who has control over the way they work with others. And this creates a lot of stability because we have people that work together, they collaborate in unity and we get more done and we save all that wasted energy that we have been using in getting more people to fill the roles for the ones that we've lost. So what I want to do in this episode, and we're going to continue on breaking it down into the various competencies of relationship management over the weeks to come. I want to lay a foundation around five key principles that we need to understand so that we get in the right frame of mind, ready to go on this journey. Number one is we need to get rid of the soft skills myth. Unfortunately, that term soft skills has been used for many, many years. And it gives a connotation that these are the warm and fuzzy skills, like a cuddly bunny and a pussycat cuddling up together in an image. It makes you feel good. And it therefore has been relegated to a nice to have rather than a must have. Now, unfortunately, most of the challenges in the workplace, in organizations, in communities, in families happen because of the interaction of the people that are in it. So we need to get rid of this myth that this is the warm and fuzzies and it'd be good to have. This needs to be a focus for you, for me, and for every organization on the planet. Building strong relationships and relational skills in their teams. Number two is we need to face the reality. A lot of times in my corporate career, I used to just put my head in the sand and go, you know what, I'll just put my head down, I'll do my work, and hopefully all those people challenges will go away. The problem was it never worked that way. In fact, what happened was the more I avoided interacting in those situations, the worse that they got. So what we need to do is get our head out of the sand. We need to look at these challenges head on and go, what do I need to do? In fact, who do I need to become so that I can get on with more people? So that I can do what I can do to be at peace with all people and to work with them so that we get the results that we want. So where is it that you are right now? Avoiding using those relationship management skills and creating more mutually beneficial relationships in your home, in your workplace, or anywhere in your life. Number three is to have an empowering environment. Now, I like to think of it as growing a nice green lawn. Now, by the way, if you were able to see my lawn, it's really green right now because we've had lots and lots of rain and it needs mowing every other day. But if you stick with me here, I'm sure that you'll understand what I'm saying in terms of using this analogy. So when you want to build that perfect lawn, you lay a great foundation, you get rid of all the rubble, you make sure that you put in good soil, then you plant the seeds and you water it and you fertilize it 
and you tend to it until it gets to where you want it to go. And that is the environment that you need to be able to get a great lawn. And in fact, it's that same process that we need to use in building great relationships. We need to make sure that it's an environment where they can grow, where it's okay if there's conflict and it's okay if there's mistakes, but people forgive, people move on, people work together. So number three is to make sure that you do what you can do to create an environment where people can actually work with you and where it's okay to have a conversation with someone else and go, hey, I think there's some area for us to improve right here. Number four is to make sure that you train before blaming. Because of the soft skill myth, a lot of people in organizations have never had any of this type of personal leadership training. They've never had someone teach them how to have great relationships. They've just taught them how to get the skills done and get the work output that they need. So if you yourself are beating yourself up because you don't have the relationships that you need right now, rather than do that, get some help, get some training, work on the specific skills. And I'm going to help you with that over the coming weeks. I'm going to give you snippets of training over the coming weeks in the individual competencies of relationship management. If you are a team leader in a team, then get someone in like me who can teach this stuff and can make sure that people actually have the skills rather than just having an edict that says, I want everyone to get on with each other. I want you to have great relationships. The problem is, if they're not empowered with the how-to, it's not going to happen. And in fact, it's going to create even more angst within your organization because people are being forced into things that they don't have any clue. So it creates even more uncertainty and self-doubt. So let's make sure that we train rather than blame. So number five is coach for culture. Whenever we want to build new skills in our team, in ourselves, we need to make sure that we create an environment that has two things. We need support to incrementally make the changes and accountability so that we are held accountable to the things that we say we're going to do. The way that we work with our brain is that we need to have time to incrementally change the things that we're doing so that we have new, more empowering neural pathways that when something happens, we now do something different to what we used to do. And that takes time to rewire the brain. So if you want to make sure for yourself and or for your team and organization that you develop a culture where relationships are key, then you need to have some sort of an internal or external structure that can help you to coach people through this. Everyone comes in at their own level. Some people are great at this. Some people are still working on it. And to be honest, this was my biggest challenge right throughout my corporate career and indeed my military career before that. I was great at what I did. I wasn't all that good at playing well with others. So over the years, I've had to work on that. And I've been able to help many individuals and organizations to do the same thing. 
So let's make sure that you find a way to not just get the first four of these principles, you need to actually embed them and make it a culture. Otherwise, you need to do it again over and over and over every single year. What I find is when there is a culture that is driven by the people, not by you, then you have a greater level of success. Relationships are definitely the key to you getting the results that you want. The interactions that you have with people are vital. I don't care how technology goes, how much we go online and all these things, it's always going to be, in my humble opinion, working with people. And while ever we forget about that, while ever we work on the things rather than the relationships, we're going to continue to have the problems that we're having in the world right now. Well, that's it from me for another week. Join me again next week as we start to unpack the individual competencies of relationship management. Now that we understand what it is and why it's so important, I'm going to step you through key competencies and skills that will help you to grow your relationships. I'll see you then. Well, hey, did you like that? Did you get something out of that that you can use in your life right now? I really hope that you did. If you like this episode, why not share it on your social media and head over to my website, grantherbert.com, where you can register to join the conversation. So until next time, stay safe, enjoy being who it is that you were created to be without worrying what others expect you to be. I'll see you then.